This is Jessica Dickerson, and you are listening to the Dreamers Outlet, inspiring creativity, compassion, and community, recorded and produced by MCR Podcasts. Hey, Dreamers. So I'm here with Morellis. If you've heard this podcast before, you know she is my producer. She's also my very good friend and also happens to be my co-worker as well. So we um, intersect in a lot of areas in life, and um, I'm super happy to have her with me. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So um, today we're talking about our social health, and um, I don't know, uh, how, how often do you think you think about your social health? I mean, I wouldn't say often, but I would say I definitely think about it more than I think most people think about their okay. social health. Okay. Yeah. I have to say, it's probably a thing that I haven't necessarily thought directly about, but I, I guess in some roundabout. Well, anyways, my producer here, you know, she's pulling up uh, a little brief de- definition for you yeah. guys of what social health Uh, entails. So social health involves your ability to form satisfying interpersonal relationships with others. It also relates to your ability to adapt comfortably to different social situations and act appropriately in a variety of settings. Mm. Well, act appropriately. I don't think you've (laughs) ever learned to do that. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) not true. Not true. Um, Okay. But so, yeah, so it's a thing. And and it's something that I do think, I mean, we do have a lot of talk these days around, you know, our physical health and our mental, our health. mental health, even our financial health. And so, I don't know, this this weekend I had a great weekend and um, I was talking to another friend of mine who had had a very similarly great weekend and she was just like, I feel very socially healthy right now. And I'm like, Wow. That's it. That's the word that describes what I feel right now. And then we were kind of putting our heads together as to like what that means for us. So I don't know. I thought we could just talk about what that means for us. Do you, how do you feel like if you were to like rank your My social, social health, health or? Um, I don't know. I would say I'm, I'm fairly socially healthy. I think I have a, a pretty great social life. I think I'm easily, I easily adapt in social situations to whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually, I feel like I require a healthy social life in order for me to function correctly. Like when I don't, um, have a lot of interactions with friends or when I don't, you know, meet new people or when I'm not talking to people, I mean, that's also cause I'm an extrovert, but, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, when I'm not talking to people, I feel physically worse. You right. know, I feel like, something's missing, like my body's wrong, you know, I'm like, right. how can I fix this? So, um, I would like to say I'm fairly socially healthy. I would, out of a one being like the crappiest and 10 being like amazing. I would say I'm at like an eight. <laughs> she says with a, like a sassy roll of her I'm eyes. I'm at like an eight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I would think. Yeah. It's, well, you're what would one. you, what would you say about yours? Yeah, I I would say, yeah, I felt like I was at like a 9.5 this weekend, okay, I will yeah. say, okay. but I don't think that's my regular, and, um, and, um, uh, you know, I, and so I started to think about like what, what it was 
that actually like helped me feel so socially healthy Mm -hmm. and what were the things that I did that that really gave me like that sense of fulfillment and um I don't know let's talk about them okay let's so like a list of things that make you feel socially healthy this is not an exhaustive list these are just things that I thought of like randomly but I think everybody's different because like what you were saying just now you were saying how you, you you're you're good in in, with a lot of people and you need that and you adapt well but like not everybody does yeah, and exactly. so and also even being that level of a social butterfly mm-hmm. that you are like there's still I think Things need can, yeah. to there, there are reasons why you need to maybe set boundaries and mm-hmm. say no yeah and you are actually pretty good at saying no thanks you know, like and when it's like well, too late I, and you need to go home. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think I've learned that the hard way. I think when I was younger, I was less likely because again, I rely so much on like interactions with other humans to feel productive that mm. I would, I would had more trouble saying no when I was younger, mm. but I realized that, you know, I need self care. And in order for me to be able to enjoy all those interactions, a hundred percent, I need to cut back on some, you know, mm, that's um, true. But no, throw this list at me. I'm okay. excited to hear it. So here's some thoughts. Um, so when going out, mm-hmm. this is one thing that I, I was thinking is different in the last just few days or weeks, really, is that when I'm going out, I'm going out like mindfully wanting to go out rather than like going out to expect some distraction or to, to distract me from whatever else is going on. Mm-hmm. So... And, and I really do feel like there's a value in that um, going out to kind of numb something like, hey, no judgment there, because I think that was something I needed for a long time. Um, but like right now, I'm I'm like very conscious. So can I talk about when we yeah. went out this weekend? So I was out with Morales and her group of friends and I was texting you right and I was just like oh my god I just don't know if I I'm not in a good space right now I don't know if I can go out I'm like okay but here's the deal if I go out don't let me drink (laughs) right I was like I can't drink we were all on like drinking police (laughs) yeah oh yeah you guys I said please be a good friend and throw me some side eye if you see me wanting to order a drink and seriously she everyone was great Right. But and it was just like my personal thing. I felt like if I were going to be drinking that I would just be like this like sobbing mess on the floor and I wouldn't even enjoy myself. So why do it? So I just had that like I because and also I wanted to be very mindful of the live. It was a great lineup of events that we had. You know, we were going to see some live music. Mm-hmm. And then we were going to, of course, dance. And then hopefully I had my mind and my eye on some pizza later. I was really hoping to get that pizza. <laughs> and we did. We Next did. to Bradley's, you know, that place, that's the best place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was my plan. And I was like, I don't want to just like slosh through the night and like say I did it. Mm-hmm. I want to like be very present and I want to really enjoy the music and let the music fill me up and like listen to all the instruments and you know be that mindful of the experience. Mm-hmm. And hey, it's not like that every time. I get it, but making an effort to do that, it felt really healthy. I was like I I finished that evening off. I mean, 
<laughs> Not everybody did <laughs> finish it off like quite on top of the world as I did. But <laughs> hey, I did too. Okay. Yeah, you were right. You were right. <laughs> Our Uber driver, though, was a little concerned about... Lazaro. Some... Lazaro. <laughs> he was so concerned. Lazaro. Oh, yeah. He was a good one, though. He was, he was, he was ready to stop if anybody needed a puke. Honestly, <laughs> top five best Uber drivers I've ever I hope you gave him had. five stars. Yeah. Erin gave him, like, a full-on review. Like, she, oh, like, good. typed up a whole review. He deserved review. it. And totally yeah. a tip. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. He was great. But, yeah. <laughs> I That wasn't me, though, sloshing home that night. Thank goodness. I was able to drive myself home. And it was great. But it felt just really fulfilling. To be super present. Just mm-hmm. to be so present. Yeah. And I enjoyed all my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone. And then I met new friends that I had never met before. And they were so fulfilling to me, too. And that was so nice. And I think also just being with a group of stand-up people. That's important, too. And that was true. If, if it had been um, people that I didn't feel incredibly, like, safe, like, vulnerably safe or comfortable around, then I probably wouldn't have done it. But I knew that they were they were friends of yours, so they had to be good people. Oh, thanks. <laughs> totally. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I definitely think it has to do a lot with the people, mm-hmm. too. Like, mm-hmm. regardless of how, you know, out there you can be socially, like, in, if you don't feel comfortable with the yeah. people who are present, then... Your, your social experience doesn't necessarily mean it's healthy. Right. You know? So, yeah. So mindful excursions and then kind of like actually looking for those, like those things that you're going to go out and do, like choosing to go mm-hmm. out to, to events Mm-hmm. that would really give you that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, I understand that 100%. I've actually told my, the, like the group of friends before this in the past, like I feel like I am a person that just by being around other people, I catch like a high, like yeah. I've never necessarily ever had to be too. intoxicated. Like I don't need to be, you know, high or rolling like at certain concerts or things like that. Like I enjoy the experience of being surrounded by a mass of people listening to music. Everybody's in a good environment. Like that's what basically gets me high. Stopping me. (laughs) Dude, literally we were listening to that band and I told um, Abby, I was like, wait, I need to be in the crowd. Come with me. In the crowd. came with me. I loved it. She like came with me. I'm like, I need to be in it. Like in the middle of all these sweaty people jumping and dancing around. Like I need to be in it. We were too far removed. Like we were like on the edge of the crowd Yeah, and it just wasn't deep enough. No, and sometimes, you know, I need my break because I get way too hot and sweaty. So I walk out to the corner, to the corner. (laughs) We just totally, we're going to make this a very genuine come back yeah so we just took a quick break because there was a giant mosquito and i made jessica kill it (laughs) so if it sounds like we cut the audio it's because we definitely did so we're resuming (laughs) with the next item on the list all right uh the next thing on the list we have here is collaborating artistically it's what we're doing right now isn't it oh my god but it's so fulfilling yeah. Like to collaborate with your friends that aren't some artistic or just creative way. I don't know if artistic is necessarily, that sounds kind of limiting, but creatively. And obviously here at the Dreamers Outlet, we're about inspiring some creativity and community yeah. and compassion. No, as, I agree with that As 100%. we say. So, so it's like, I mean, I think that's like where that, that is where this kind of is, is this idea was born really is stems from this desire to really connect with people in that way. And, you know, 
it can be in so many different ways. You know, people who play team sports or people who are in a band. Like, I mean, I've had friends tell me about their days in the band and they're talking about it as if it was like the best ever sororities or whatever, you know, like, but kind of like creatively, like doing something together, working towards a goal together. Like, I don't, I don't know how you can't be like fulfilled doing that with people you kind of enjoy, yeah. you know? No, 100%. Yeah. I feel extremely socially healthy when I leave here after recording podcasts. <laughs> after recording a podcast, I love yeah. it. Yeah, no, I like, do too. Or even if it's enjoying something creative or artistic with another group of people. Like, um, I went to back when um, the Dolly Museum had the Frida Kahlo exhibit. Yes. I went with a giant group of my friends. We were yeah. like, there was like five or six of us. I mean, that's giant for me. But anyways, um, <laughs> so we went and. That experience of just, like, standing there and, like, taking in all this art, like, with all these people. I mean, normally, without people, it's still an amazing experience because you're learning so much and you're, like, reading the story about Frida and everything. And But being with other people and, like, talking about it right after we read something or being like, oh, look at this picture. Look at that. Look at this piece of art. And um, overall, that was an extreme, like, a great experience, you know? And, like, Mm -hmm. I left there feeling on again like another social high yeah oh i like that oh i want to go to a museum with a bunch of people let's go let's go let's go all right anybody else want to come <laughs> dude the Frida exhibit's not there anymore no. but uh, i still love dolly yeah we can go i'm down yeah all right we got some good stuff in our <laughs> tampa bay area um yeah, so collaborating, I would say that's a good thing, What's right? a good number on the list. I like, I like it. that. Mm-hmm. Um, another one we thought of was just attending events where you'll meet people who are open and accepting. Yeah. So I think if you can kind of anticipate that it's like a safe crowd, that's... And that kind of goes into the, that other story of just I knew I was with cool people mm-hmm. going out on Saturday, even though I didn't really feel myself totally um like I knew it was a safe place to be so I went and I'm glad I did um but like other spaces where you can find like maybe you don't actually know anybody but you're really into you know something faith-based or something that is like um you know artistic or creative or you know where you can find clubs of people where do people go meetup.com i don't know no on instagram like yeah true nowadays you can find a group of people who meet about almost anything on Mm -hmm. instagram you know like there's a group that one of my friends is trying to get me to go to with her where it's it's, uh local photographers get Mm -hmm. together once a month and they like you know so that's insta meet yeah like an insta meet you know or like anything really it could be people who like to eat bread and that's definitely a thing I uh, foodies. Yeah, I kind of went to one. <laughs> <laughs> you did? That's awesome. Yeah. So you know, it's just it's finding what it I is. I used Meetup though. Actually, Meetup like saved my life when I lived in Mexico. Yeah, there was one group of like Meetup expat women. Shout out to my Meetup ladies. <laughs> <laughs> but Jennifer, she's awesome, and she kind of was like, in you know, a foreigner in Mexico. She's like, I need some friends. I'm gonna make a Meetup. She made one for expat women, and oh my gosh, saved my life for real. I had no idea how much I needed people who understood mm-hmm. me. I mean, being living in a foreign country, 
And so after four years, I was there for four years before I had an American friend or American or Canadian friend. Four years. Wow. Yeah. And so finally, I remember at our very first meetup, I just like unloaded everything. Like, man, I miss carpet and dishwashers and central AC. And like everybody understood me, you know, like those were things. Carpet. That they, and Funfetti cake, damn it. I just wanted my, I imported Funfetti cake until they started importing it professionally. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'd bring it back. Fancy. And bring it back in my suitcase. I can't. Oh, I can't. man. So anyways, like, but yeah, that's kind of like finding people that you can kind of connect with in some way. Mm-hmm. Like that was just one area, uh, finding people who spoke English. I didn't realize how essential that was for me yeah. after four years of, of being away, but it, it turned out to be pretty amazing. Okay, what else? Um, having expectations that surround only what I can control of myself, that kind of rolls into the nugget we just talked about um you can check out the podcasts on new prayer yeah the new prayer the new prayer i think that's what we titled it yeah um which should be posted after this episode oh damn well scratch that (laughs) well stay tuned and you'll listen to mini episode (laughs) yeah Um, stay tuned for the mini episode the, the the life nugget around um the new prayer but having expectations of only myself like you know when you go out like even i don't know like if you're dating on you know online dating or something and you're gonna like meet the person for the first time and you have like all these expectations and you hope it goes this way and this way and this way and this way and it's like it seems so i mean clearly you have some expectations i'm not gonna like knock that you have to have some but at the end of the day like Putting, getting your hopes up really high that the other person is going to perform or, or, or present themselves in a certain way um, rather than like, hey, what can, what do I expect of myself? Mm-hmm. And giving yourself the expectations of what you expect to um, experience or how you expect to kind of like relate to the the event, whatever it is. You know what I mean? No, definitely. I feel like I'm kind of learning that right now as we're speaking because like Mm -hmm. it's, it's something that I have a lot of trouble with. I set expectations for a lot of things and then I'm easily let down or disappointed. And, and I, the older I get, the more I realize that I'm kind of disappointing myself by setting these expectations, you know? And it's like, if I come in with less expectations about others, you know, and, and less expectations about a certain sequence of events or exactly how or what is going to happen, Mm -hmm. then I'm, I'm way more likely to enjoy the event, you know? So I I like that you said that because that makes me like, maybe if I redirect my expectations specifically Mm -hmm. just towards me and what I can do, you know, the things I control, my behavior, my words, my actions, like maybe I am, I'll probably be more satisfied with the event, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I I think, think, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm just saying, I think that's kind of like to reference the story of this past Saturday. I, I had expectations. I am going to listen to that music. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to identify all the instruments. They had a lot of instruments. A lot. In that they band. had seven people I in that band. That band. They were okay. So, so shout out to Ripe. It's a right. Band. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I couldn't remember. They're an amazing band. I had never seen them or never heard of them, 
And I swear to goodness, I just walked in and I was like, I, I just wanted to be best friends with all of them. Me too. Are you kidding? And, they, like, <laughs> and, and, they, and the music was just, it was just fun. I mean, you can walk, it's a, like a good live band when you can walk in knowing nothing about them and, and j- just, just jam. have fun. Yeah. Dance and enjoy That's how it. I felt. I, ha- I had heard one song um, in the past. I think I heard it because either either it was on like 97X or like either one of the girls in the group played it for me. Um, but besides that, I danced to every single song. <laughs> they were just such a chill, totally. inviting band. Dude, yeah. when I walked in though, you know what song they were playing? They were just playing The Lion King. King. Yeah. And at first I was like, come on, are you for real right now? And then like deep down I'm like, Jessica, who are you kidding? You loved this song. You sang it on repeat on your tape deck. Like, this like, is your this shit. Is, okay. Yeah, this is yeah, totally my <laughs> shit. Enjoy it. And then like once I got past the pride of like, I am jamming out to Lion King right now, I totally jammed out to Lion King. No, like, it was great. Had it no shame. Great. Yeah, I loved it. It was uh, a good time. Shout out to Ripe. Yeah, I'm going to find them on Spotify. Yeah, do it. Do, do, it, it, do um, it. I will. Okay. So, um, so yeah, having those expectations for what I am going to do myself and, like, not what other people um, commit or put in. Okay, the, the next one is, uh, oh, well, to, to hosting and being hosted either one like like being invited into somebody's home mm-hmm. and, and like if you get that opportunity especially someone that maybe you don't um get to like that doesn't invite you over too often like i don't know i love taking those opportunities again like feeling if you've already measured up that they're like decent people that you think you might have something in common with or you already know well and they're just interested in hosting you like how flattering and how like what a compliment to Mm -hmm. that of someone really wants you to come into their home and experience like life within Mm -hmm. those the walls of their you know their home and i think on the on the flip side of that would be to be the host also like that's also very rewarding and um and when hosting to not just not just like half ass it, you know, like it's just like when you go to the gym, don't half ass it. Like you can just say, yeah, I went to the gym, but all you did was walk in and walk out. Well, that's not like really going to the gym. So like saying you have people over, you know, you could just like have them over. You could sit around and, you know, watch TV and. Or you can ask me every 15 minutes if I want more water. <laughs> Do I ask you too often if you want more water? No, you, you know don't. What? You know where it is. I'm not going to ask you if you want Because no. literally all I have is water to offer right it, now. That's but. okay. That's all I drink, so it's perfect. No, but like but like I anticipated you coming. And yeah. um, I picked up and I made sure like the space no. was like clean and presentable and comfortable. And that my candles were out. Yeah. And, and, and I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. So it was like there's a slightly slight more intention of having you over, and I'm sure this it feels is kind great of a regular thing when someone's able to say that they feel super comfortable or super invited in your yeah. home. You know, totally. Yeah, which is and, true. I mean, and I'm sure we'll get into it in other podcasts. But I couched her for a year and a half, so I was the one being hosted, and it's probably one of the most fulfilling things to realize that, like, yeah, somebody is genuinely interested and happy with having you in their home and and just if if you're if you walk into that with an open mind again like not expecting anything from them um 
wow, it's so pleasant to see how, how like, I don't know, you, you learn a lot. Yeah. Just how similar we are, but how different we are at the same time, uniquely. Yeah, it's intricate. like almost, regardless of the person's background, it's always a cultural experience for me. Like oh, being yeah. in somebody new's yeah. home. Like somebody that is new in my life and being in their really? home. The way yeah. it smells. Yeah. The way it that is. They it's like, like a full experience. It's a total, yeah. <laughs> well, so I think. I think looking for those opportunities, and honestly, if nobody's inviting you over, it's kind of like if you need a friend, be a friend. Yeah. Nobody's inviting you over. Well, why don't you invite someone over to your place? I'm gonna get that tattooed. <laughs> I'm kidding. If you need a friend, be a friend. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I love get, that. Get that tattoo. I. I might. I dare you. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I like that. On that what note. What number is that? Anybody listening, you know, if you want to come out. I've always got a room for you. That's what I tell everybody. Man, you know how many people I've said, and this is my house, and this is my guest bedroom. This is your room. Anytime you need it. You that's know. what you told me the first time yeah. I came over. And have I've you, never seen it. Have you there. used it? No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Heartbroken. No. I just have a strong connection. <laughs> to your bed. <laughs> to my bed. I know, but you know what? Now that I have my own bed, because yeah. I haven't had one for a year and a half, just bouncing around, man, I slept on some crazy things let me just say and that year and a half of couch surfing floor surfing hammock surfing hammock surfing middle of the nowhere on the floor of a hut surfing yeah i slept in some crazy places but now that i have my own bed i totally understand that obsession with i mean who who has the song drake Oh, yeah, I only love my bed and my, my mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, I sing that to my girlfriend all the time. I'm like, I'm sorry, but my bed first yeah. and my mom next. I know. I oh, it. man. But it's so, so what, where were we? That wasn't part of it. Um, okay, so we just did being hosted five-ish, I think. And I think um, also kids. I think, like, just allowing children in your life in some way, in some way, like, like your niece, your nephew, your baby cousin, like, and whatever kids are already in your life, like, if you, like, indulge in, like, being a kid with them sometimes, I don't care who you are, you can say, like, oh, I'm not a kid person or whatever, like, I think, I think everybody's a kid person, you can't just be like, no, I'm not at that level, like, Take a second of your life and get down on the floor and play those Legos or, or whatever. Take a minute and like get your 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 Snapchat out and take some like, goofy ass like selfies with your filter with your little child who thinks you're so cool. Like just do that for a second and I think it enriches your life and I do think it makes you socially healthy because, I mean if we can't be like children, again for a minute then we're not very cool adults. In my opinion. I like that. Yeah. Boom. I like that you added that to your list. Tattoo that on your arm. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a whole sleeve of just podcast quotes. Um, and then and then I think the last note, which is not really kind of like a how to be socially healthy, but like just keep in mind like the social media life is not real life. Mm-hmm. And like be gentle with yourself when you're like scrolling on social media and trolling other people's pages like what you see there is not the entirety of their life Mm -hmm. and so 
comparing and giving yourselves these expectations that like I want my life to be like hers or his or mm-hmm. theirs and then yeah and I think that yeah. the part the the problem is that we don't realize that's what's happening um no as, we don't as a you know as a someone who grew up in the social media generation like I, I got in my space when I was 12 or 11 you know and like I'm too cute and then I like continued to be constantly absorbed into social media like Mm -hmm. um, whether it was myspace then facebook then twitter and vine and instagram and you know youtube and all these things like i live my life on the internet um and and i don't realize that i'm comparing my life to the people's lives on the internet and Mm -hmm. i didn't necessarily realize it at all until Mm -hmm. you know maybe two or three years ago when i was you know 21 22 but prior to that I didn't realize that's what was happening so it's like until I kind of was like okay what's on you know the palm of my hand or what I post on Instagram is like my fun times my events the things that I do with my friends you know Mm -hmm. my birthday my my family's moments so the rest of my days aren't on there so that means that the rest of my the other people's days aren't on there either you know so and it's so hard because you want you want what you see. You want people's homes. You want their clothes. You want oh, their gosh, yeah. their Instagram theme. You want their hair products that they're advertising. You know, like, and but it's like, dude, I'm obsessed with these natural curls, ladies, <laughs> and I've got the straightest hair that will never curl. I'm obsessed. Yeah, you know? but I don't like. I'm really like. I'm not like. Oh, I don't have their hair. Yeah, I'm just like genuinely like. In a friendly way, obsessed. Yeah. No, but, but I think that now that we're though. adults, it's easier yeah, to I can do that, that. But I swear to goodness, ask my best friend Amanda. When we were in kindergarten, I like obsessed over her hair. I wanted her curly hair. She wanted my straight hair. And I think about that. You know, like I have a younger brother who's a ninth grader in high school. Like I think about him all the time, and I'm like, does he realize? that what he sees on social media is not real life. Like, does he, you know, I don't know if he does. He may not. He may not until he's, you know, 21, 22, 23, 25. Who knows? Well, you got to, I guess, embrace people in their process of learning, too. You're right. You're right. But you're right. I like also that you added that. And that kind of ties into the first one about being, like, present and mindful. You know, like... So, mindfulness, huh? Yeah. Seems like the key to a lot of A lot of issues. Where are my yogis at? Come talk to us about mindfulness. Yeah, Yeah. right? We'll have you. Um, Yeah. I like it. But, you know, and also, like, being socially healthy does not mean either that you are social all the time. Yeah, definitely So, like, having those downtime, that time to recharge is so important. And being, like, very proactive about, like, I'm going to take this downtime before I burn out socially. Mm -hmm. Because, dude, social burnout is a thing. It's definitely a thing. When you can can go too hard, like, too fast, and then you're, like... No good to anybody. You're not a good friend to anybody because you've been, like, trying to be a friend to everybody that yeah. comes across and then, then what? Yeah, and I think I think that's it's very important to find people who, who have the same expectations in yeah. your friend group. You know, like, you can't be friends with people who expect you to be their friend 24-7. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, I'm not that kind of person. Like, I need to put my phone down. I'm not going to talk to you every yeah. single day, you know? Like, and that's okay. That mm-hmm. should be okay, you know? Um, so it's, it's about revol- again, kind of right. having the people around you who have the same expectations, who yeah. are okay with self care and only hanging out, you know, every other weekend, not necessarily every <laughs> single Friday. <laughs> or just don't take it personally when yeah. you're like, you know what, I got to chill this weekend because 
I yeah, just don't I have need it a in break. me. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like that's okay. It's respectable. It's not because I don't want, want to hang, to out, hang with out with you. you. Exactly. It's just like I need this for me. Exactly. And that's okay. Yeah. And so having friends that understand that, that's always good. So it's about mindfulness mm-hmm. and good people. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> mindfulness, good people. No, there's so collaboration. Many. Yeah. Yeah. Expressing creativity, having expectations, expectations only, only for yourself, yeah. not of other people. Playing and with kids. Playing with kids. And hosting. Hosting. I like being a host. Being a yeah. host is fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I like being hosted. Yeah. So I like that. I think both are this is important. A good list. It's a good list. But it's not exhaustive. So, like, if you have some other ideas of things that you do to keep yourself socially healthy... I'm really interested in hearing them because this is kind of, this is something I haven't thought about a lot and I would like to kind of be more conscious and aware of my social health. So if you want, you can. You can email uh, the podcast at um, thedreamersoutlet at gmail.com. So that's thedreamersoutlet, no apostrophe, just all one word, at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram, of course, at the Dreamers Outlet. Yeah. And uh, let us know what you do to improve your social health. That would be real cool. Yeah, very cool. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. And thanks for your list of tips. I'm going to have these like in the back of my mind every yeah. time I... I need to feel social. Every time a friend calls you and says, hey girl, what's going on? You're going to be like, wait a second. Let me see if you check off my list. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Lordy. I get so patient. Okay, well, thank you. That's it. (laughs)